welcome to Bunta Vista episode 81. Um, ocho. What's, what's, what's one in Spanish? Anyway. Uno. Un? Ocho uno. uno. That's probably <laughs> 81 sure. in Spanish. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm here with Lucy. Hi, Lucy. Hello. G'day. And see you. Hello. Buongiorno. And a good buongiorno to you. Yes, a merry buongiorno. <laughs> merry buongiorno to us all. Oh, what's going on, guys? How are we? I'll let Theo answer that one. <laughs> Hot, sweaty, drinking a Pinot Noir. Oh, he was on the wine tonight. That's Everyone's a strange summer choice. Is it chilled? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> no. Hmm. <laughs> it's just interesting. <laughs> It's just interesting. Papa, here's a tip for you, Theo. Just pop what? a couple of ice cubes in there. Oh, yeah, God. chuck a few ice cubes in. Chuck a handful of ice cubes in your um, red wine. Oh, no. Tumbling down the rabbit hole like the guy in Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> this is not This is not a thing, right? You don't there put are, ice there cubes? Are, there are chilled. No, don't. Well, you can chill it. I, they they have refrigerated red wine in Italy. I stand by it. Yes, but yes. The, I think the ice cubes are a, a bit much. They tend they tend to be the the lighter red wines. Though, don't mm. they? They're not. No, I'm oh. I'm drinking room temperature uh, red wine, so there's a n- no net change in temperature as I introduce it to my body. Mm. I guess it's neither a win mm. nor a lose, <laughs> except in terms of taste. Oh, I'm having a cold. Frosty uh, singer, the old Thai Ugh. Thai beer. I'm not a not a singer fan. No, no, uh, I didn't know it was a racist podcast. I, now. <laughs> oh, product of I Thailand. I did not find a single drinkable beer in Thailand, but really, wow, good luck. Yikes. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, <sighs> well, I feel like we've only just come back. Oh, we should also um, send our apologies from. Ben, um, but his his beloved George has come a cropper and has been receiving repeated surgeries mm. as a result. They're giving her the um, eye laser that Kano from Mortal Kombat has, so <laughs> that's going to be pretty cool, I think. Oh, ideally, ideally, yes. Oh my goodness! Oh, I watched both the, the Mortal Kombat movies recently, as is my want, and. Uh, not great. Not great. Not <laughs> Wasn't Ben standing behind the first Mortal Kombat movie? Maybe he was, but like, it's just a very, it's a very, um, it's a very confused, like, melange of, of genres. And it, it's, it also exists at like a very strange period in time. Yeah, like kinda, absolutely. That mid nineties. Um, it's like a, it's a Kung Fu movie before like, uh, America started being able to do martial arts movies in any capacity. It was still, yeah. still kind of in that like Michael Dudikoff in American Ninja kind of era. And it's also like from an era where um, they just assumed that video games for, were for children. So yes. mm. it's a child's movie. It's PG-13 um, where really it should be an R-rated, uh, you know, like a hard R yeah, they should do a remake. Kind of deal. They should do an R-rated remake. That'd be great. Absolutely. It seems like something that people have been trying to make happen for so long. An R-rated Mortal Kombat. Uh, well, I remake. reckon like, every, 
you look at how they've they've rebooted the games, right? And that's been super successful. Surely they yeah. can apply the same sort of approach there. Um, uh, our friend friend of the show, Josh Lewis, who was on recently with me and Ben to talk about Christmas movies and that sort of thing. Josh from the uh, Sleezoids podcast. Uh, him and Jamie did an episode on there recently. Not that recently, actually, months ago. Uh, where they, they did the the first Mortal Kombat movie and the Street Fighter movie from like 1994 or whatever it was with um, Jean-Claude Van Damme, Kylie Minogue and Raul Julia. Raul, yeah. What a, what a weird piece that one is as well. But um, yeah, it's, I guess, like you said, it's an interesting, it's an interesting period in movies because it's very, very clear that not only do they think ah, video games are for kids and we are adapting them. Um, but also it's very clear that like no one involved has ever played a video game or mm. the video game that they are currently adapting into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> very good. It's like the Mario Brothers movie. Mm, good film. Quality cinema. That's a weird one. You uh, If you watch... Um, you can find like uh, those crazy sort of oral histories about that movie and apparently the it was like a husband-wife team that was like the writer and director and stuff and they were like we have we, we saw the, the game we were like fuck this we're gonna do some <laughs> dark dystopian future shit and, um, and they did god bless them yeah god bless them mm, I mean Mario has no character or story or whatever so they're working with yeah. basically nothing yeah, so fuck it. Why not make Blade Runner, but make it Super Mario, you know? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, if you... They they gave a go and they got a go, you know? Hmm. Is this, That's a, a, is this a politics thing? It's a, I'm segueing. Smoothly segueing. Smooth. They gave a go and they got a go. And that's part of giving and or getting a go. And that is the beloved catchphrase a fucking idiotic Prime Minister, Scott Morrison. <laughs> we all love to hate. Oh, um, I've missed these segues, Andrew. Uh, thank you. Thank you. He's, like, Scott Morrison is kind of, um, he's hateable in a really unique and different way to his predecessors, Malcolm Turnbull and Tony Abbott. Um, he's... I've, like we all we all sort of hated Malcolm Turnbull for for being like the real you know hollow man who just he had his actual principles he just wasn't doing anything with any he just put him in a cupboard mm. for a year or two so that he could be prime minister and Tony Abbott, yeah he'll get um, them back out when he when it comes time to write the book yes yes absolutely um, and Tony Abbott has his principles and he sticks by them and they're all absolute dog shit. Extreme but, um, lizard principles. Yes. <laughs> strange darting tongue, beady eye principles of an incredibly strange man. This horrible but, freezing um, brain. And But Scott Morrison, I think, is like, is uniquely despicable in his absolute just, just absence of anything about him. Like, he, he's, he's just, just a nothing man. Yeah, he's so so clearly just got to this point and said, "Oh, I better come up with a personality," and it ain't working out. It's not going the so people, well. The people do not like it. No one's buying it. They do not approve. It. 
No one's buying it. Um, there was a great piece. Was it Was it Sean Kelly in the monthly, maybe? Um, wrote a really good piece just sort of, you know, tracking his political career and a, was sort of observing how at all these various turns he had very, very studiously kind of avoided ever saying or doing anything that could be attributed to him in the future as an actual position. Um, and, yeah, now we're at the point where the things he likes to talk about and, uh, you know, as a manufactured personality are things like, these are my shoes. These <laughs> are my shoes. Oh, the shoes. So oh, the, the shoes. shoes that I wear. First week back and we've got our first scandal. And the scandal is, shoes. these are not my, these are not my beautiful shoes. <laughs> and it's so, it's so fucking dumb. This to me, it's this so like, stupid. It speaks directly to the kind of fuck up he is. He's mm. like he is like an absolute omni fuck up in every direction. He, he can will fuck find anything and he can any, fuck everything up. Anything up, and it's it's truly admirable. As like a a neophyte, I think in the fuck ups um, stakes. You know, I've got many years ahead of me um, to see someone performing at such a level oh. of fuck up is. It's almost beautiful if he wasn't running the country. It's it's prime like, um, you know, maybe... Imagine, if you will, that Basil Fawlty was the Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> Basil Fawlty has, a, has a, um, like a personality that you can pick up on some sort of like Scientology um, e-meter. Whereas Scott Morrison is just short. Like, there's no... There's absolutely nothing there except fuck-ups no detectable personality I love seeing pictures of him and Josh Frydenberg anywhere near like other adult humans hmm. Josh Frydenberg looks like he's about four fucking feet tall they just look like children they look and like yeah, two little boys years old. yeah yeah the treasurer of this country looks like he's going to walk into um, a, a bank and go up to the counter and they're gonna say uh, look down at him and say are you here to open a Dolomites account hmm. push a little novelty checkbook over to him and um, Scott Morrison's outside with a bucket stuck on his head, <laughs> frantically against the it glass off. doors. <laughs> oh, he's just so bad at it. And like, I guess, yes, I've certainly heard people say like he, yeah, he comes across as exactly what he is—someone who couldn't even not fuck up the job of just doing tourism. Like know? his job, yeah. he's like, he's the night's watchman, right? Like. He, his job is to fucking turn up and keep things ticking over until the election and not totally fuck this up. And uh, what do we get? We get uh, photoshopped shoes. So, to try and explain this as, um, you know, if, if you are Scott Morrison and you are running a very, a very currently imperiled government, uh, just rolling scandals from week to week, just you know you got people dropping out for all sorts of stuff you got different ministers you know uh, dropping like flies and barely holding on to power um what you want to see in your first week back is everybody laughing at you because the photo on the front page of your prime ministerial website um, is a photo of you and your family uh, you and your wife and your kids all sitting on like a, a picnic blanket or some grass or whatever, um, smiling for the camera, 
and you are wearing what appears to be a pair of um, glowing white tennis shoes photoshopped onto your feet and both of them are a left foot <laughs> which <laughs> you can't <laughs> you can't write this sort of thing oh it's incredible so good um, so good Land like obviously it begged a lot of questions like why why why, why? why do this in the first place who looked at the photo and said we cannot have this motherfucker out here with these shoes. <laughs> what what departments is this passing through where they like they get the photo, it goes to like the media department. They're like well, uh we can't afford a copy of uh Adobe Creative Cloud. Uh that's too expensive now, so we'll fire up MS Paint. We'll put that on there. We'll pass this to the guy that updates the website. He's going to see it, think nothing of it won't think, oh, someone's photoshopped two left feet on our prime minister, the guy who's currently in charge of the country, and then uploads it. Like, how does this happen? Who, like, I've, I've done a lot of photoshopping in my day and the idea of just getting, <laughs> getting one shoe and, and photoshopping it vaguely into position. Not even feathering it. And then just going, I'm just going to duplicate that layer and make the other, the other foot. Very, very good. Um, being the brave soul that he is, when people started laughing at him about this, Scott Morrison immediately um, threw his staffers under the bus <laughs> and put out a statement <laughs> saying, this was done by the Department of Prime Minister and Cabinet um, with no visibility or authorization or consent from me at all. And I don't know why they did it, which is great great look um you love when the the department that is in charge of taking care of your day-to-day affairs and your business um gets something wrong and so you say they're a big bunch of fuck-ups and they fucked it up without telling me they were going to fuck it up uh great stuff great stuff there uh i just i just can't fathom why like what was wrong with the original shoes that they needed to make new shoes they just they just looked like used like tennis shoes, you know? So they wanted him to look like a man who has brand new shoes? The newest shoes. The newest um, of who, shoes. Who knows? Uh, it did give him a chance to then post a photo of those shoes on his own feet um, on Twitter. It was like, oh... To, to the media department, if you're going to Photoshop anything onto me, make it some more hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, These are my favorite shoes that I wear anytime I can not be wearing a suit. Oh, shut um, the fuck up. And then up. like, yeah, 600 people replied saying, shut the fuck up. Because you just... Good. Good. Just sucks. Just sucks so much. But like, I think that's very representative of sort of where they're at as a government. Is that they're doing so little... With anything that people have got time to say, what the fuck's up with these What's shoes? What's going on with your shoes, bro? What are those? His shoes too white for his goddamn feet. That's <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. Oh fuck. Oh goddamn. Oh, so um, you know, if it, if it's not that, it's bloody Nazi rallies. 
you know? Oh, well, one, you know, one extreme to the other, I guess. Yep. Uh, white shoes, white Australia. Am I right? Yikes. Oh, yep. <laughs> Don't white, like it. White, <laughs> white shoes, white nationalists. We've got it all in this country. Um, yeah, so we also had another bit of fun over the last week or two, which was um, some some white nationalists organizing a rally in St. Kilda in Melbourne. The purported reasoning being... Um, we have to take back our streets from the marauding fictional African gangs led by friend of the show, Matt Brady. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we really got to get Matt back on here to really fucking explain himself about this. Yeah. Clear this up. It's no Clear. good. Have you, have you tried talking to your mates, Matt? Jeez. Turn it down a notch. Ask them to simply stop committing all the crimes, which they are committing all of the crimes. Apparently, yeah, apparently, um, what, what is it, like 0.2% of the population committing 100% of the crimes? Apparently. They are working overtime. Well, they actually, really I've read... the work that we don't want to do. It's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. I've read a lot of Facebook comments, and it seems that a lot of people have anecdotal evidence about a Ooh. gang that attacked them and tried to steal their car. So, you know, who am I to argue with that? Luckily, uh, all these people got away unscathed and kept their cars. So Yeah, seems like it. Didn't file a police report or anything, but... Yep. Mm. Lived to comment on a post another day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so this is already pretty shit. Uh, we, we had the usual debate that we have about this sort of stuff, which mm. is, should the left turn out and counter-protest? Are you giving these people what they want? Or is there no reason that people should not uh, turn up and say, hey, this shit is completely unacceptable and we will drown you out? Um, So we had all of that usual stuff. I'm pretty sure like Blair Cottrell and other like convicted um, racists were there. Mm, Convicted criminals as well as just the racist convictions. um, Super duper racists. So, but then... But then a a sitting senator appeared um, to hang out with the Nazis, which is super cool. Mm. Have a guess what state he's from, if you're listening. Have a guess right now. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't uh, think that's particularly fair <laughs> to, you know, isn't it? paint all members of one, uh, one place with Look, the same We're not brush, painting all members, but we're saying they all come from there. Yeah. Not yeah. not racist, but number one with racists. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. We are, of course, talking about Senator Fraser Anning, the man who was too racist for um, One Nation and the Bob Catter Party. Oh, no. He, he just immediately quit One Nation as soon as he got elected. And he didn't even really get elected because Malcolm Fraser... No, sorry, not Malcolm Fraser. Malcolm... Uh, I don't think Malcolm Fraser Roberts. was getting elected. I don't think he was. Probably not. Probably not. Malcolm Roberts, weird little moon unit uh, goblin man. Oh, is this where Fraser Running came from? Remember I him? Mm, I, I remember do him. remember him. Fuck that! Yeah, that's so. a that's a um, finger pulling down on the monkey paw kind of kind of situation, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we want to get rid of this <laughs> get guy. Get rid of Malcolm Roberts. <laughs> want to get w- rid of this weird fucking moon unit who thinks that there's no such thing as climate change. All oh, right, yeah, he's man. gone. Oh no. <laughs> Sliding into his place is the man who gave his maiden speech to the Senate in which he called for a quote-unquote 
final solution to the Just immigration a problem. Tipped, tipped fucking petri dish of pure strain racism. Yep. Yep. About as gross as it gets. Um, I believe you can go back and listen to an episode of ours entitled uh, A Day at the Racists. Good time, good uh, folks. Go yeah. back. Listen so, to it. Go through the back catalogue. You, you might surprise yourself. That mm. is um, that is in our top five most listened episodes ever. I think the title has a lot to do with it. It's a great it's title. It's a good title. Say. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the title. The episode itself, dog shit. Sucks. Absolute shit. Um, Rubbish. So, so, yes, we went over some of the uh, more notable bits from his, his maiden speech, episode 61. I, I would describe for. it as worse than you can imagine. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah. 20 whole episodes ago, episode 61. Jesus and so, uh, wouldn't you know it, Fraser Anning turned up at this rally to support the white supremacists. Um, he used p- taxpayer money to do so, which is great, mm, because according to himself, it was electorate business. Because the concerns of Queenslanders are the African gangs in Melbourne, obviously. We lost Andrew. Oh no! Oh no! What? Do, what do we do? Oh now? no! Um. Oof. Oh. Um. All right. Uh, I think I'm gonna grab the ornate hammer and smash the in case of losing Andrew <laughs> um, glass case. What's inside it? What's inside it? It's a. <laughs> it's a single document. Uh, it contains all of the usernames, passwords, um, Patreon receipts. Um, apparently, there's no money left in the Patreon. We've Absolutely nothing. Andrew spent it all. He's trained to various slush funds <laughs> to buy Andrew um, his house, rib mm-hmm. smokers, PlayStation VR. Um, he owns else. all those things. So he you does know own true. all those things. The evidence is it's there. Strange technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Um, Fraser Anning insisted that the people who were throwing up the Roman salutes and sick hiling at this protest were actually, um, quote-unquote, loony lefties <laughs> trying to make the right-wingers look bad. Incredible gambit. Mm. And doing it from their side as well. Crafty. Yeah, they really looked like lefties, all those like middle-aged white guys with... Shitty tattoos. It's your classic lefty, really. Your classic lefty look. They're in deep. <laughs> deep, deep cover. Deep cover. <laughs> really deep cover. <laughs> yeah. So, like, like I said, we, we did have the usual debate of, like, oh, should... Like, there were people like, um, was it Michelle Laurie... Michelle Laurie mm. definitely definitely said, look, oh, the only way we win is to not turn up and just have just them, ignore them. Just march ignore them. unopposed through the streets. Um, seems weird. Um, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm sure, look, I'm sure the, the intention there is to avoid the kind of American Antifa sort of situation where um, the counter-protests 
you know, trigger some sort of thing that can be taken photo of and put in the bad, in the yeah. news. Yeah, it looks it looks bad, right? But like, it doesn't do shit for the people that these people are targeting, right? Yeah. To like, yeah. if you're you know, in the vast number of groups that these people explicitly hate, and there's you know hundreds of Nazis showing up in your hometown uh, unopposed. Uh, that's got to feel pretty shitty, I think. Yeah. I agree. I completely agree. I, I think I would hope that, yeah, if you were if you were a person of colour in that community and you were or an immigrant or whatever and you were looking at one of those rallies that seeing like two or three times as many people turn up to say, fuck this noise, we are absolutely not about this in our community that that would at least be of some reassurance to you rather than like just having, like I said, having a bunch of people mobilize and then do that and be guarded by the police. And yeah. and I mean, I, f- I think fortunately the worst didn't happen. We, we didn't, we didn't see, uh, you know, violence on the kind of counter protest side or, or that could be attributed, I, sh- I should say. And, we, and the end result, I think in the newspapers, um, end up being like pretty unanimous condemnation, uh, even from like Courier Mail, um, the Australian. Um, they all ran pieces, um, front pages, I believe, that that said you know attributed to hate groups and all this sort of stuff. So I think fortunately the optics were there, and we didn't end up with some sort of like horrible both sides situation. Um, unless you believe the Prime Minister or definitely not Fraser Anning, but whatever. Yeah, I think um, I think the the debate that sort of sprung up that was more interesting to me was like as as people were sort of, you know, this was popping up on Twitter and that sort of thing and people were looking at it and saying, hey, uh, how about these Nazis fuck off? And then you had like your, your middle-aged white, uh, like uh, boomer type progressives going, you, you know, you liberals for lack of a better term, um, saying uh, they're technically not Nazis. Like, oh, this was fun. Mark, oh, Ma- uh, Mike Carlton, um, who people yeah. follow because he's vaguely left and swears um, like, yeah, no, they're too badly dressed to be Nazis. Nazis are dapper. Like, <laughs> both managing to downplay the racists that are quite obviously all through our society and compliment Nazis on the way out. Well, and there was the other guy who was like the, the opinions editor from the ABC who was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they don't have enough of like a consistent ideology and to, you know, to be considered Nazis. And th- that was more the, it's more the interesting argument to me that was popping up was like yeah just just middle-aged white people saying well that you know they're technically not nazis don't call them nazis and shit it's like you look at the fucking photos of people like you said with ss helmets throwing like roman salutes and shit and it's just like so when can you yeah what possibly more could make you a nazi at this point I think it's it's a very it's a very strange insistence like it's 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 that weird sort of like I don't know it's like gatekeeping to fascism it's like I I find I find there to be a weird similarity 
between like um you know alt-right type meme lord people who go oh well actually there was only a national socialist party in germany in the 30s and that stopped existing after the second world war so only people who were in that were were technically nazis and can be called nazis and it's just this like pathetic cop out you know, trying trying to do the ah, I will best this person with a logic and facts mm, debate. Logic and yeah, reason. like uh, it changes the fact that these people are cosplaying American History X in the streets. Yeah, yeah. I mean the the fact that people are even uh, expressing admiration for the ideology and adopting its symbols should all just be enough to make people go. And, and you're standing side by side with these people as well. You know. Yep. Yep. And um. And, and the fact that you're hearing that stuff both from alt-right type people and also from, from like I said, sort of, you know, middle-aged lefty boomers who are like, oh, well, you know, Nazism is a consistent ideology and all sort of thing. And a uh, friend of the show, Jason Wilson, wrote a good, a good piece about this for The Guardian where he was saying, well, for starters, no. <laughs> it's like he was saying that um that the idea that fascism has like this this really strong consistent internal ideology is just bullshit um that it's that that fascism is far more about like a mood that is adopted by by political powers and and leaders within a country and exploited as opposed to you know, somebody setting out a party platform that says, we are going to do fascism now. Everybody sign on, on the fascism line. Mm. So, it was, um, that, was, that was interesting to me that that was kind of where that, that debate seemed to lie. And like... Yeah. It, it, also, it also seems like um, it's easier for people to brush the whole thing off as an aberration... And as as this little blip of the most extreme of the extreme kind of thing. Yeah, like the it, Cronulla riots type thing. But it's not. It's like a symptom of something much more widespread than I would like to think. Yeah, and yeah, I guess like um by by getting into by getting into like these nitty gritty distinctions about well, are they technically Nazis? Um it it seems like by getting into that, like you said, people are people are minimizing the the significance of of these sorts of groups, and at the same time, they are also for some reason avoiding, you know, calling them what they are, which is white nationalists and white yeah. supremacists. It's They're just people this who- constant thing, though, of like, oh, the left says everyone that they don't agree with is a Nazi. Yeah. When it's really yeah, just been like several years of leftists being like, hey, this thing sounds like it could lead to Nazism. This thing sounds like it could lead to Nazism. And then there's like literal Nazis with SS helmets doing CKL in the streets. And it's still like, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, they're just dickheads. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. At what point do you need to go? This is fucked up and unacceptable. And yeah. but like I said, even then, you know, it still seems like the vast majority of the time in Australian media, the the most you can expect is for groups like this to be labelled as far right, far right. You know, which is which to me is kind of as vague as you can make it, while saying like, 
I mean, like, you know, to, to me, the the sort of hard right of conservative politics in Australia that is not even considered extreme to a lot of people is fucked up to me. Like, it's essentially white supremacist. Yeah. Like, um, like you know, your, your Kevin Andrews and Philip Ruddock type people um, where they're just, you know... 75 year old white dudes talking about how much better the country was when everybody was was you know a, a nice a nice white christian family and that all that already to me is is just white supremacist politics so these groups that are mobilizing and saying we want all of these muslims and africans and refugees and migrants out of our country we want our country to be for people who look like us it's like how what does it need to be before you can just label these groups as white nationalists yeah like these people are specifically stating that they want african and muslim migrants gone like yeah. at what point are you willing to be like you know what i'm a white supremacist yeah it's not it's not vague or anything and yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I saw somebody saying something along the lines of uh, that, that this insistence on wanting to sort of nitpick the categorization of people as Nazis and that sort of stuff and get people labeled into, into all the different groups and all that kind of thing is, it's, it's like a, a convenient way of brushing aside the fact that Australia itself is built on, on like, you know, white supremacy. It's built on, on genocide. Mm. It's, it's a country that from, uh, from whatever stage had, had a, a literal white Australia policy. Yeah. Not that long ago, really, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's, it's very easy to sort of push all that stuff out of your mind by getting into nitpicky arguments about who is technically and is, is not a Nazi. Apparently nobody. Apparently you can't literally be a Nazi unless yeah. you're Hitler. Yeah. Oh, they're just pretending to be a Nazi. They're well, doing like, it to <laughs> piss off the left, which is one that I heard. Uh, the, the pretending to be a Nazi and doing, and like all that sort of stuff, all that kind of thing just makes me think of like the... The like, um, like lounge room racism, just like the the do, doing irony racism, you know, where it's like, well, at a certain point, you're just doing racism. Mm. Mm-hmm. So at a certain point of owning an SS helmet and stuff with swastikas on it and doing sick heils and saying Heil Hitler to people in public, at what point are you just doing it? Yeah. Yeah. It's not like owning like, Friends memorabilia, ironically, or some other stupid show. It's like you don't do narcissism, like ironically. It's not cute. It's not funny. Yeah, yeah. I think by that point you've kind of, kind of transcended the irony. Oh my god. Ooh. Can you yeah, guys like hear someone's that? Someone's unhappy. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a cat being strained. Yeah. Excuse me for a moment. Mm-hmm. Hold on. This is an excuse for Andrew just to go do diarrhea. Yeah, I think he, he was just making some, like, throwing his voice, doing, like, kid screams. But the ribs, Adventure. they've hit him. They've hit him. <laughs> Being like a ventriloquist, so he can go shit. <laughs> 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 what 
What do you do when kids are screaming? Do you just I tell them not know. to? I just read an article tonight. It's like this whole, um, they're not that age, but like the whole cry it out thing is bullshit. And then oh. like, you know, you're not supposed to go and like cuddle your baby right. until it you goes to sleep. It you just leave it till it like throws up on itself out of stress or whatever. And then someone's like, no, this article's bullshit. That's what you should be doing. And it's like, oh, oh God. Cool. Great. What do you what do you do with children? Nothing. <sighs> He's back. Hi everyone. What did I miss? Just talking about parenting and what you should do and how you could be a better parent. Big sticks. We didn't mm. have any answers. Big big sticks that you hit them with. <sighs> so um so you know, who technically is and is not a Nazi? Who could say? Um, Who knows? It's hmm. a very broad category, Andrew. Oh, oh, Theo! Check this out. Oh, Theo! Oh, my goodness! <laughs> the student has become the master. Incredible! Oh my goodness! Speaking of broad stuff, folks, the thing that we have not even remotely touched on um, in the last couple of weeks. Despite just, your insistent requests, repeatedly begging oh, us. People begging us. When are you going to talk about the Andrew Broad sugar daddy scandal? So, I've, I feel like this is all... Yeah, right now. Right now. <laughs> to answer your I've, question. This all happened like several weeks ago. A lifetime um, ago in Australian politics. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, just just too long ago everything's happening too fast now um everything happens so much it truly does as i posted on twitter i put on daft punk's uh random access memories mm. sound uh, of the summer i looked at the thing and it was from 2013 what no no, no it was 2017 I, I think surely fuck off pharrell <laughs> singing that he's up all night to get lucky. Remember that? Seemed like it was only yesteryear that that was happening. Mm. Well, two years over, I would say. Yeah. Yep. But no, instead, it's from 2013. Very upsetting to me. God. So upsetting. Very upsetting. Uh, so, this is a lot like that. Only several weeks have passed, yet it seems like an eternity. It all kind of happened, I think, just before we all kind of fucked off to do stuff for Christmas. It was kind of the last scandal of the year, you know, really rounded out the year nicely. Um, the Nationals started their year with um, the scandal of Deputy Prime Minister Barnaby Joyce um, fucking his media advisor. Sure. Making a baby and then saying, I don't even know whose baby that is. She's a fucking slut. And then saying, hey, I've got to protect this baby. And then, hey, <laughs> I love her. Do you remember when he handled all of that like an absolute psycho? Oh, yeah. That was a wild time. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know who she was sleeping with. Could be anyone's baby. Hey, watch me watch the baby on TV. <laughs> oh. You'll never know whose father you are. You piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> I loved what, yeah, when he was like doing the interview and holding the baby and being like boy you sure fucked a lot of things up for people and I'm like yeah it was the baby that fucked it up oh <laughs> my god well but I mean when you think about it uh, you can pretty much blame anything on a baby because they're not gonna 
I'm going to push back. Where's the rebuttal, you know? Can't argue with you. You can only argue with uh, facts and logic. And, you know, babies, no good at it. No good at all. So, um, so they, that's how they started their year, you know? And did Would you say they're going out with a bang, though? Oof. Woo. No, all right. Woo. All right, fine. Well, I don't, even, I don't even know if Andrew Broad got to bang or not. God, it'd be funny if he didn't. I don't think he did. I don't think he did, oh, right? So good. So, so lay it out for us, Theo. How, how did this go down? Okay, so this is um, sometime in August. Um, Nationals MP Andrew Broad, um, best known for being a campaigner against marriage equality. I'm reading from uh, J.R. Hennessy's excellent article. Um, Mm -hmm. He has uh, resigned as a minister after new idea revealed that he met up with a sugar baby while on a work trip to Hong Kong. Um, Despite the fact that Amy says she made it clear in her profile she was not interested in sex, Broad sent her messages saying he had booked a flashy room to seduce her back to and kept grabbing her hand, power move, and putting it on his leg. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Which which lady doesn't like to touch a man's leg? Absolutely. Sure. So that's, that's, you know... I mean, that, that is what it is. It's a pretty weird way to behave while you're on business overseas. But um, what we're really interested in here, what we're really angling for are the absolutely awful sects. Sex, sex. I can't even say the word. It's, um, I'm going to have to go and pray now. Sext. Um, f- between himself and Amy. And it's very one-sided, um, as we will find out. So, what I have proposed here, folks, is much like um, everybody's favorite series, Boat Watch, from previous episodes. Um, I have proposed that we do a dramatic reenactment of this series of sextus. Sext Watch. Sext. Sex Watch. Da, 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 da. I don't have it on hand. <laughs> I don't have the, the new stinger on hand. I'm very sorry, everybody. Very ill prepared to knowing all kinds of all kinds of issues, you know. So, um, so what we were thinking was that um, <laughs> sex watch. Perfect. Um, what we were thinking <laughs> was that we could have a reenactment of this with the part of Nationals MP, um, sorry, disgraced Nationals MP, Andrew Broad, to be played by Lucy. Thank you. And um, I guess a lady who is fin-doming him via a, a sugar daddy website. Mm-hmm. Uh, not familiar with her name. Do we know her name? I don't know if we do know her name. I feel bad if we do. Amy. Just known as Amy as far as I know. Amy. Amy will be played tonight by Theo. Uh, So, guys, when you're ready, please take it away. I'm here to make you laugh. Ensure you feel safe in my company. Make you feel like the most beautiful woman in the room. And then get you naked. Winky face emoji. <laughs> do you like do you like Aussie accents? I'm a country guy, so I know how to fly a plane, ride a horse, fuck my woman. 
I love Aussie accents. I think they're so sexy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) I pull you close, run my strong hands down your back, softly kiss your neck and whisper, G'day, mate. (laughs) (laughs) And then several days later, Good morning, how are you? Another several days later, Hey, I just got a big promotion at work. (laughs) Powerful. (laughs) Powerful stuff. Softly kiss your neck and whisper, G'day, mate. G'day, mate. Just led to like... um, just several weeks of Australians fucking freaking out about G'day Mate being just ruined. Just, just really totaled. Ruined. Just absolutely ruined. She didn't reply, so... Like, no. I wonder that, why. That to me... The G'day Mate thing is obviously like a crowd pleaser, but to me, the several days of like inaction and then, hey, I just got a big promotion. <laughs> no, it's so funny. To, uh, it's so funny. We, we might actually read to you here from... Uh, from the piece by J.R. Hennessy, friend of the show, J.R. Hennessy for Pedestrian. Uh, I pull you cro- close from my strong hands down your back, softly kiss your neck and whisper, G'day, mate. Uh, J.R. says, this message is illegal under international law. The United <laughs> Nations was formed in 1945 with the express intention of creating a world in which such a message could not exist. Part of what makes it so troubling is that there's no real way to tell where the joke ends and the thirst begins. The phrase G'day mate contains no sexual energy to speak of. It is sexually inert. It should not appear in any self-respecting sext. Maybe it's no surprise then that Amy does not reply to this message. So Broad responds at least a day later. Good morning. How are you? Terrible. Broad is putting himself on the back foot here. You're not organizing a business meeting here, mate. You're cobbling together a follow-up to one of the worst sexually adjacent messages ever sent. The elapsed time only makes it worse. But then he ends it with the most underrated part of the entire exchange a full three days later. Hey, I just got a big promotion at work. <laughs> this is basically what an alien might send after having the concept of sugar babies <laughs> explained to them. Hey, I just got a big promotion at work is the sugar daddy equivalent of can I have a hug? <laughs> just awesome. Hit the showers, Andrew. You're all over the shop. I'm so glad that JR is uh, recognizes the um, the underrated. Hey, I just got a big promotion at work. Just in, just mm. Mm. ah, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, the real cherry on the on the shit Sunday. <laughs> that is this exchange. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh dear. Um, and Andrew Broad then immediately called the cops when informed that everybody knew about this. He said, "I'm telling the police." He he did. He said. Um, Ima- <laughs> he said. I've Imagine been being advised. on like OK Cupid, on OK Cupid, and just like sending a an opening message so bad that you have to call the cops. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. He when when um, he got followed up about this by like the the original people who published it was New Idea, I believe, Women's Magazine, New Idea. Um, and he he replied with the statement, I have been advised that the person making the allegation may have engaged in criminal activity, he told New Idea. This matter has been reported to the Australian Federal Police and I will not be making any further comment. So the quick speculation there was that he was pulling the old gambit of reporting a thing to the police so that you can immediately say, 
as this is under police investigation, it's I cannot comment matter. on it. <laughs> yeah, we don't comment on police matters. Like the um, like Michaelia Cash with all of the AWU raids stuff, where basically because it has been like adjacent to a police raid for however long, she has just said, won't talk about it because police. Um. So so yeah, he did that. Um, the police very quickly responded and said. No, uh, no, no criminal offences have been committed. Meaning, sorry, buddy, you, you just got caught out here. Yeah, no, nothing illegal about sexting someone who is not your wife. It's just a bad look, especially when, as uh, Theo said earlier, you were a staunch campaigner against uh, same-sex marriage on the basis that you've got to respect the institution. Did, did either of you guys see the thing where I, I saw a thing later on where someone where there was a piece somebody was saying apparently that like somebody had posted on his Facebook page like his MP's Facebook page like two years ago somebody had said oh you're fucking busted I know about these messages you've been sending some lady and I'm telling your wife about something yeah. totally unrelated but it was probably true then yeah oh fuck yeah um, wow but, but yeah, it just kind of went under the radar. Uh, so somebody else had been like, hey, we saw your okay Cupid messages. Gross. Yeah. The, the- I just find this whole exchange, the, the best part about it is it's so embarrassing. It's not just like a two-way sex situation. It's no. like a deeply embarrassing, ignored sex, and then, hey, I got a promotion message. Oh, in that case... Ooh, 20 pictures of my pussy in that case <laughs> like <laughs> I I think I feel like this is a familiar thing though I mean it it definitely seems like um, I could be wrong please if I'm wrong about this please write into the show and provide examples but I feel like every time there is a scandal of a guy who is like sending pictures of his dick to some lady or sexting or whatever it's always like the guy being way too horny and just getting these tepid responses from and just continuing yeah from some like mildly interested woman or or as i think is often the case with political sex scandals um it's just a lady who has been approached by one of these guys who said hey I've got lots of money and I'll give it all to you and make your life nice and easy and everything and she's gone yeah I'll humor you yeah and um, and you can really feel the humouring coming across in those messages. <laughs> Makes you think of like Anthony Weiner and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, just great stuff. Deeply embarrassing. True. Love it. <laughs> True gift. Deeply, deeply embarrassing. <laughs> uh, speaking of deeply embarrassing, should we perhaps segue to uh, a little? installation of um of your segment lucy let's do it now if you are a subscriber to the show you have already heard that there is a new theme song new theme song for this segment that we all love so dearly i am of course talking about paging dr lucy Ha <laughs> 
Oh, it's all gone. It's gone. I don't think I can listen to that every week. I think I, I think you can. I think oh, you man. can and you will. I think they need to lift one of the paintings off the wall at the Louvre <laughs> to make <laughs> to make room. Oh, I'll just slap this one down there. Uh, Good stuff. So, of course, Paging Dr. Lucy is our segment in which we examine uh, requests for help from the Reddit Relationships subreddit. And Theo found one for us today, didn't you, Theo? Look, I'm always on the co- hunt for content. <laughs> um, just got to know content when you see it, you know? It's got to know content, got to dive right in. So, um, would you like to pull that up for us? And... Give it to us. Lay it on us. Oh. Ooh. Oh, God. Um, it's like a steaming hot load of relationship all over my chest. Oh, boy. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Um, can we cut around this? Oh, look, um, I think I'm going to have to be cutting around a lot of stuff uh, this week, to be honest. Going to be some cuts. Okay, hang on. Um, anyway, I've got a hit. So... God, where is it? I'll read it to you then, Theo. How about this? <laughs> uh, do we have any gamers in the house? All the hey, listeners I'm are putting their gamer. hands up right now. Lucy's pushing people out of the way, sticking their hand up in the air. Uh, oh, they've all made it back from the Nazi rallies, I see. <laughs> oh, you. I'll be a post here. Um, 28 year old male boyfriend quitting a shared activity for reasons I don't understand. 27-year-old female girlfriend. She says, My boyfriend is a pretty big gamer. When I first met him, I wasn't very into video games, but he introduced me to them, and it's become something we like to do together. In particular, we like to play Overwatch together, and usually play some games of it every few days. So it's a pretty big thing for us. The problem started today, when he heard that Blizzard made a character, Soldier 76, gay in the game's story. Yes, yes. It doesn't actually change anything about the gameplay, and I personally don't care at all. For some reason, he's really mad about it. He keeps talking about how Blizzard sold out and saying that he can't support a company that betrays their fans. He said he won't play the game anymore, which makes me pretty unhappy because it's something I really like to do with him. Am I being unreasonable? That classic lady oh, writing into... incredible. Reddit relationships line. Am I being unreasonable? I know there are other Mm. games we could play, but Overwatch is the only one I'm any good at, so I don't really want to abandon my favorite game. Too long didn't read. Boyfriend is quitting Overwatch, which we play together, because her character is gay. Listen, honey. (laughs) (laughs) The problem in your relationship is is not the Overwatch. I feel like your boyfriend might have some issues. You can... You can break up with them and keep playing Overwatch, you know. Yeah, you can play Overwatch with anyone else. See, I saw it's a very communal game. I saw you some references. You can find people online to play it with. I think I've not played Overwatch. You sure can. I saw some references to um, Soldier Seventy Six. Um, Is it my tweet where I said Soldier Sixty <laughs> Nine? <laughs> <laughs> no, it might have been your tweet that said Soldier Seventy Six is gay with your dad. Oh, that's, yes, another, another. Um, but this post explained it for me, which was good. Um, and that's, it's, what sweet irony to um, 
stop doing a thing that probably uh, makes your girlfriend more inclined to have sex with you <laughs> in order to have your girlfriend break up with you and then stop having any sex with women because you're so mad that a fictional character is gay. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly gay too. We all knew it. If you didn't know it, you were in denial. Uh, never seen The only thing guy. I know about Overwatch is Bastion is Pan. Uh, that's very rude, but <laughs> whatever. Each to their own. Is that a robot? Is that Bastion is a robot. Uh, he's a robot with feelings. Yeah, it's pretty gay. Lots of people. It's a pretty gay-looking soldier. You're just looking at pictures of how gay he looks. <laughs> yeah. He looks gay, right? Well, in the, the all video game characters look gay. I feel like Soldier 76 looks particularly gay. It's extra gay. He's a real, like, closeted gay type because he's a soldier and really has no feelings and whatever, but that's just hiding a, a well of emotion. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't play Overwatch and I don't, I don't understand why everybody wants to fuck the characters so much, but I think that extends to a lot of things beyond just Overwatch, really. Yeah. A lot of them are drawn very horny, I think is the main issue. Yeah, I feel like it's it's They're pretty attractive. It's 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 like it's its own whole Pornhub category. It's mm -hmm. out of control. It sure is. There's a lot of it on Pornhub. Don't yeah. recommend looking at it. It's mm. weird. Yep. Uh so this lady, um, break up with this guy and find one of the other um, 65 million dudes on the planet who are happy to play video games and have sex with you. Yeah, it's a really, really specific category of boyfriend you got going on there. <laughs> How will you ever replace him? <laughs> Imagine being that angry about it, though. Oh, I know. I didn't think that that if was a real, real thing. And then I saw tweets that were genuinely like, you know, Overwatch is pandering to the SJW agenda. Very you strange. Know, the usual. Whereas if he had a girlfriend in the story, it wouldn't have been a fucking thing whatsoever. No. No, of course not. Very normal stuff. Uh, as we all know, the internet brings out the best in everybody. Sure does. That's why we're all so happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, that'll probably do it for this week. Probably will. I reckon. Um, it's, it's like 3 a.m. where Lucy is, probably... <laughs> 5 a.m. It's not, it's not 5 really. a.m. It's not It's 1.20. I'm <sighs> the only one awake in the house. It's very strange. Oh, jeez. That is pretty late. I saw a mongoose yesterday. Really? Yeah. Nature corner. I'm sorry. I just thought Ooh. of this. It freaked me out. I've not seen a mammal, like a wild mammal in Hawaii. It was very exciting. Hmm. Was it like... It was a long boy. Was it battling a snake or anything? No, he was just chilling. Huh. He was just a long little creature. I, I swear to this day I saw like several mongies in Osaka. Mongies? But it was dark. <laughs> and the moment was fleeting. No one will ever believe me. No one on this podcast you. anyway. No. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, as always, folks, thank you for joining us. You can find additional episodes of the show on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Bunta Vista. Um, five bucks a month, get yourself an extra episode every week. I'm only going to talk higher mm. and higher pitched. Until and you, you get it. to go on the Discord where there has been at least 
a week since the last um, leftist infighting collapse. Oh, so we're doing of, well. Some sort of new leftist good. record. Uh, yeah, you get your old Discord access, um, and you can buy merchandise at buntavista.com forward slash merchandise. Shout out to the person who bought a Bunta Vista t-shirt on Christmas Day, you big freak. I think Just I know hiding away was. from his family. I think that was one of my Mine's friends. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him, indeed. All right, folks. Uh, we'll see you when we see you. I'll smell you later. How about that, guys? I just thought of that. Smell. I just thought of that. Smell you. Okay, it's like see you later, but it's like smell you later. That's That's what you want to go out on. That's right. (sighs) See you next week. Bye. 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 Bye.